1: Meat from those organs are among the most nutrient-rich foods on the planet. You can get those same benefits your ancestors craved via convenient daily capsules from Heart and Soil. Find out more at heartandsoil.co. And remember, use code MEATEATER for 10% off your purchase. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy Welcome to Wired to Hunt's Rut Fresh Radio, bringing you the latest reports from the Whitetail Woods. And now, your hosts, Casey Smith and Tyler Jones.
2: This is Rut Fresh Radio, powered by Vortex Optics. I'm your host, Casey Smith, and this week it's lockdown. Or is it? Can you still find a big buck when they have found the doe they want to be with? This is Rut Fresh Radio. I'm your host, KC Smith. And guess what? There's another host. His name is Tyler Jones.
3: Uh, the host with the most throw-ups.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, listen. It's the season of the sickness, and we're down with it. Yeah, we are. Bad. Bad
3: going, dude. <laughs> yeah. Is there some tra- like trademark issues there or something? Nah, I, no? I jumbled
2: it up enough. To where Yeah. Uh, it's not an issue at all. Okay. Um, besides i don't even think they're tearing anymore uh <laughs> so um <clears throat> anyways uh it's weird but there's a stomach virus going around the element crew and it's got like this delay thing but um we've all kind of had it tyler's experiencing it experiencing it right now my gracious <laughs> x's are hard for me all right um, and, especially yeah it's especially right. hard um and uh but you're on the road to recovery it would um, seem.
3: It would seem, but I seemed that a you couple got, of days you ago. You did
2: get a breakfast burrito this morning, so I did. I get. I had some breakfast the other day, though, too.
3: I don't know if it's a it's a relapse deal or if it's a um you know just new sickness after getting home. You Call know, that a sickness. You the <laughs> the uh, the Rugrats, you know, can sometimes give you a new
2: new new strain. Well, my wife so. was talking about this, and she was like, "Don't go over there and get sick, and then bring it home." I'm like. I'm pretty sure I just had this so I
3: probably can't get it like right I back. I don't know. You might have brought it over to us or me.
2: Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, but anyways, it's, I hope you're feeling better. You got big I'm deer to kill either way. Feeling a little bit better. I've seen you kill a big deer when you're sick, so <sighs> it's the worst. <laughs> it is I hate the worst shooting big deer, man. You want to feel good when you're shooting big <laughs> deer, but uh big deer've been going down around the country. Yep. Uh, it's that time of year. I have seen a a trend and I'm not by any means uh, throwing any shade or anything um, because I want people to shoot what makes them happy to shoot uh, but I have noticed that I think that uh, the hot temperatures in the first couple weeks of November led some people to uh, kind of uh, uh, use all of their vacation time up without having a, a big buck to shoot and end up shooting some last A bucks and you know what I'd like Tyler what would you like I like last day bucks yeah, you I do. shoot last day bucks. Yeah, you do. Because it's fun to shoot bucks. Yeah. You know, man? Like, I like, and it's cool, man. I like to bring home a deer. I like to eat that stuff. You yeah, i I actually have a neck roast in the crock pot right now that's going to be primo. Hey,
3: let me just tell you this right now. People say, oh, can't eat antlers, so mm-hmm. why are you shooting a young buck? Yeah. Well, this time of year, the neck roast on a buck compared to a doe is dude. like four times so, the size.
2: I, uh, yeah, I got a neck roast off of a buck the other day, and it's, it literally I had to take two of them because you couldn't take the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It would. I have a half of a neck roast in the crock pot, and it fills up my seven gallon crock pot or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how big it is, but um, it's wild, dude. It's a big crock pot. Yeah, it is crazy, and we're gonna make some good tacos today bro it's gonna that's be good. tasty
3: yeah it's good y'all are uh y'all are gonna be going on a going to a new state soon so we are. pretty exciting yeah it's um,
2: gonna be new new fun state for me i'm sad uh, that
3: you have to we have to depart we've been buck trucking for so long go oh man
2: well uh that's kind of we kind of planned it because uh i drew a tag that you weren't gonna be able to draw this year and it's all right we'll uh do the phone consultation thing i'm sure a few times um you know what i don't uh another reason i hope
3: that i feel better is because i don't like talking on the phone when i feel bad
2: i don't like talking on the phone so
3: (laughs) (laughs) i'm with you yeah Um. i just like i struggle like yesterday kaylee i was talking to her and she was like you know i was like man i feel bad and she's i was like barely getting the words out Mm -hmm. and i was just feeling bad man Mm -hmm. it's like for some reason you just don't want to open your mouth maybe it's because you know if you open it too wide some throw-ups gonna come out of it (laughs)
2: gross
3: (laughs) dead gummit.
2: yeah Uh, i know what you mean
3: i don't know but the weather has changed Mm -hmm. things are are busting loose uh we got some dudes some camera guys that have been hunting today since we're taking the day off i guess you could say um and uh they were been asking for clown noses Mm -hmm. apparently
2: there's some clownage going on (laughs) 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 uh we do this thing where we uh in the element uh, spheres, I guess you'd say, that um, when you do something kind of silly, kind of dumb, or just make a mistake or just shoot yourself in the foot, it's called clowning. Yep. And there's some clowning going on. Then you bought some clown noses off I of did. Amazon, didn't you? I, we got some clown noses. You might see those appear in a video. Maybe. Maybe. Um, especially if Mark comes and hunts with us. Uh, so. <laughs> dang, I, and I keep, speaking of clowning, I keep clowning on Mark, yeah. and he hasn't talked to me uh, in a while. We so need to give him a chance I think he's to mad.
3: defend himself on this. <sighs> yeah. Sometimes saying. He
2: to defend himself in person in yeah. Texas. Yeah. I think y'all should have a fight. I think we will. You think? mm
3: mm-hmm. would be awesome, dude. He's got the reach, but you've got the power. That's
2: right. Get up yeah. inside, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That'd be awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. We're going to do it. I think uh, you should, man. Cherokee leg wrestling. Yeah? show sure. like a Cherokee squat. It's a little different. It's a little slightly different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe you all hear about that one of these days. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, we, uh, we got some hunts coming up that are all over the country, and I think that now would be a good time to give out some uh, encouragement, man. Like... November is pretty much halfway over. Uh, the day this podcast releases, I believe, is the midway point. If you listen to this podcast at noon or after on the day it releases, um, you will be halfway through November. And for some, that's sad, and for others, that's like really exciting. I know that um, the train of thought oftentimes kind of comes out of the Midwest, and I know that you know the Midwest a lot of times has these really strict rut dates, but you know, two-thirds of the whitetail country probably doesn't operate within such a strict calendar of rut. So that's encouraging for a lot of us where, you know, there's a more mid to late November rut action in some of these states, especially as you push further south, or December's coming up for some of you guys, so the rut's going to get better. And that's one of the reasons we uh, interview people from all over the country. But even if you are in one of those states that has, like, really well-defined rut dates, they still aren't uh, poignant Okay, I was talking about this the other day. Um, The uh, bell curve is still a curve, and it never touches the top, okay? So, like, there's not a day, November 14th or whatever peak breeding is, that's still not all the breeding, right? Mm -hmm. There will be chasing and things going wild way later than that. Tyler, for example, you hunted Iowa in 2019 Mm -hmm. uh, and went up – after what most people would consider peak rut dates, and you shot a buck on what day he was going wild after a doe the twenty first of november twenty first of November mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't even realize it was that late, yep, and this dude put on the best show probably of it's the wildest grunting I've ever
3: seen or heard yeah i went, when he was coming through the woods i had seen I had seen him uh as soon as they came into vision, probably mm-hmm. like eighty yards away, they're actually crossing a county road, a dirt road. And uh, they cross this road. I see him coming. I start getting my stuff ready, turn around, get my bow and everything. And then uh, I think that I hear a dirt bike coming. And I'm like, why is there somebody driving a dirt bike around right now? I'm thinking Mm -hmm. it's about to ruin the whole deal, right? Well, all of a sudden, I see the doe come out, and then I see the buck come out. It's the buck. And he's just like, Like, loud and long, dude. And
2: longer than that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It was crazy. I thought it was a dirt bike coming. Yep. And so, uh, actually, the footage is on uh, the Element YouTube channel. Um, If you – I don't know what you'd search, but I think it's like uh, public land, Iowa, or something like that. And – you can find that video it's a really cool video it's not like a giant deer but it was day 11 of my hunting up there Mm -hmm. and it's a long way from home and to be honest uh this is the the height of my whitetail bumming career (laughs) i left my state my home here in texas with a dollar 67 in my account um, and had some cash from a gig that i had played and went to iowa to try to finish things off and Ended up doing that, yeah, so.
2: and it was awesome, and it's an awesome hunt, and I totally understand why you shot that deer for with all the aspects, right? Like, man, sometimes the moment is worth a lot, mm-hmm. right? And that mm-hmm. was just a moment, dude. The footage is sick for a self filming thing, and it's just just cool, man. So, yeah yep. congrats! Like three years later, still Thanks, on, on that buck, man. 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 Yeah, so but the point of that whole thing was to say like do not despair because you think the rut is over, right? Like you need to adjust things a little bit. If you do experience some type of lockdown activity, you know, maybe it's not pinch point time. Maybe it's time for, uh, you know, bedding areas or thickets that are adjacent to um, ag fields or whatever, you know, just kind of change what you're doing a little bit, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be still a really, really great time to be in the woods, especially since we had that warmer weather earlier, uh, I think we're gonna see and the guys that we interview today are gonna talk a lot about how things are starting to really turn on, even though it's a little bit late in mm-hmm. the year. So who yeah. are we talking to today, Tyler? Well we have a special guest today. Do we? Very special guest who used uh, to, who
3: spest? Used to be spest. <laughs> which actually works on a lot of levels here. Yeah. Um, Spencer Newharth. A is guy, it New Heart or New Hearth? Have you ever figured that out? I don't know. I think
2: it depends on who's pronouncing it. I think it's, I'll yeah. ask him today you for sure what it is. Yeah.
3: Um, so, anyway, Spencer will be on, like, his. this is his debut since his retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. He's a lot like Brett Favre in many ways. <laughs> um, so, he'll, he'll be on here. Um, he'll be, he's from South Dakota. But, but he's, he's Wyoming is where he's. He's been some Wyoming. Yeah. Um, Talk and then we've got a, a good friend, Dan Beeler, who has been in Kansas. who will have a report for you guys from Kansas. Um, she he shot a buck recently. Um, another good friend, Anthony Warren, who um has been hunting Illinois on some public land. Uh, I think some it's kind of been up and down for him, but uh, he'll give us a good report from Illinois. And then, um, a state that we didn't know if we would ever get somebody from uh this year, but Rhode Island with Kyle Murray. So we're excited to hear from these guys and, and to uh to get the report from around the country for the first week, week and a half, two weeks of November and and then going forward what they think uh, things are gonna look like.
2: So mm, I am excited, dude. We got some more hunting coming up. I'm ready to get the good report for these guys from these guys and then get our own hype going. Me Sound too. good? Me too. On the phone right now, I got my buddy Anthony Warren. He's been hunting in Illinois. Anthony, what's happening, dude?
4: Hey, what's going on, KC?
2: Uh, just, uh, you know, looking at this cold front, man, and, and thinking about how cool it is to be out hunting deer. I know you've been out there quite a bit. Um, how is the hunting there in Illinois right now?
4: Yeah, it's, uh, man, it's cold this morning. I think we got, uh, a couple inches of snow, um, that came in real early this morning. And, and so I kind of got covered in that, but, um, you know, it's, it's been hit and miss, uh, you know, I think I got up here on Tuesday and or actually monday evening hunted tuesday had a really good day tuesday bunch of chase and saw a bunch of bucks and uh, a couple good deer um it got kind of hot uh following that i think uh, wednesday and thursday so the deer movement kind of slowed down uh you know we we stopped kind of seeing a lot of deer in the afternoon saw a lot of movement in the mornings which is kind of to be expected uh, whenever the temps are up in the high seventies, low eighties. And, uh, and now that we've got some cold weather that blew in yesterday, we're starting to see some more deer move.
2: Mm, yeah, man. I would imagine, how does that snow affect what you do? Do you start like looking at tracks more or are you just kind of hindered by it? Or, or how does that treat you?
4: Yeah. I mean, my overall tactic right now has uh, has really been to find doe bedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I hunted an area this morning that was close to some food. Um, and, I, what I happened to notice, uh, I saw a bunch of does, um, kind of moving in and out of bedding and, uh, they were going to that food, uh, kind of late morning after the snow kind of eased up. So I just think, uh, when it starts getting drastically colder, um, the deer are going to want to find food, especially the does, the bucks still have, you know, the rut on their mind and, uh, and, but the does really still control everything. So if you're kind of where the does want to be, and if that's near food, Mm -hmm. um, you stand a good chance of finding, uh, finding the bucks.
2: Yeah. Cool. So does lockdown come into play very much for you? When you think about this time of year, you still just hunting normal rut patterns.
4: Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's one thing I think we're kind of in that lockdown period right now. Um, a good thing um, about lockdown, though, is that if you're willing to stick it out and sit in a tree for a lot of hours, um, you're gonna find uh, you're gonna find bucks that are either still searching for does, or they just got off of a doe and they're trying to find their next doe. So, really, for the next two to three weeks, even even in early December, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of bucks that um, they're still constantly running through this cycle of finding. The, the hottest doe and then, you know, breaking off of that one and then getting to the next hot doe. So, um, you know, if you're going to put your time in, they're still moving, it's still the rut and there's still does to be bred. So, um, I think even during lockdown, you can find, find deer.
2: Yeah, man, absolutely. If you, uh, we're going to do all day type sits you, or would you, uh, spend time in the same tree or would you, uh, kind of make and reposition midday?
4: yeah if i felt confident about the tree that i was in i'd probably sit there all day um if uh, if i started seeing a pattern of movement where maybe the deer were 30 40 yards off or outside of my my range um, you know i might make a move um, at that point um, but really if i'm if i'm confident and i've kind of you know sat the area before i'll probably sit there all day mm-hmm. um, and, and feel pretty fine about it
2: cool man so looking forward uh as we roll into the kind of this third week of november how do you feel the uh, buck movement's going to be in uh, the state of illinois
4: yeah i mean uh the forecast shows a lot of really great weather um so you know i think first and foremost the weather is the most important factor outside of the rut um to get deer on their feet and moving mm-hmm. Um, so with seeing the, the really good weather ahead, um, I think that, uh, you know, again, as these bucks start getting off some, some does, uh, they'll be searching again. Um, I would say kind of, uh, another strategy of mine is I'm really looking at some overlooked corridors, um, and especially trying to be downwind of doe bedding. Um, I saw, I had a lot of success with that, uh, you know, earlier in the week, um, you know, on a, on a real wonky wind, it was an east, southeast wind. Um, but it made sense for where I was hunting. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think if you can just be down, downwind of the doe bedding, um, and maybe find like a pinch or, uh, some kind of funnel or something that's going to restrict the movement, I think you can have a pretty good sit, especially even getting into, uh, you know, Thanksgiving weekend and on uh, like I said, there's still going to be does that, that will uh, need to be bred. And I Mm -hmm. I think that, uh, those bucks will, will search that out for sure.
2: Awesome, man. Okay. So put a number between one and 10 on what you think buck movement is going to be in the next week.
4: Yeah, I'll probably be a little bit more conservative than, than, uh, a lot of people would, would, you know, probably be, but I, I think six to seven, um, you may not see the numbers, uh, of mature bucks, but um they're they'll be out there moving
2: somewhere mm-hmm. those are good numbers man i think uh you know conservative is a good move especially whenever you're uh, hunting some big deer so anthony i really appreciate the time today and i hope you kill a big buck soon dude
4: thanks man i appreciate it
2: here on the phone i have got a good friend of mine named dan beeler he has been uh, hunting up in kansas dan what's happening dude oh no much just trying to stay warm now trying to stay warm and not have any bullet holes in you right that's right yeah <laughs> man have you been seeing some pressure up there in kansas uh yeah there is a lot well
5: you know i say a lot of pressure it's just that the uh the the amount of land that you can hunt um that's available for just public hunting is few and far between so it doesn't take many hunters to to create a lot of pressure
2: yeah i can imagine man i've been up there and experienced a little bit of that myself so uh you've been hunting up there the last week or so. Um, just in general, how has it been? Is, do you feel like it's been a good year?
5: Um, you know, I, yes and no. Uh, on the land that I have access to, um, I, I would say no, but, but that's not necessarily indicative of the deer movement. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've seen a lot of bucks moving on private land, a lot of nice bucks, um, but just nothing, um, you know nothing on any of the public land that that I'm hunting.
2: Mm-hmm. How as far is as big the, bucks anyway? You know Kansas is kind of the epicenter of the extreme drought. All that Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota through there. Uh, how has that affected your your strategy this year?
5: You know, um, I had planned on hunting water uh, at least partial part of the time that I was going to be here. And, um, there was some rain that came through the night before I got here, but it's still dry. It's 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 still really dry, but. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, it hasn't really factored into anything I've done. Uh, I've seen a lot of deer in places that that there's no water around that I can find anyway, mm-hmm. um, and and so I don't I don't know where or when they're getting water. But these deer up here, they travel so far that um,
2: I think it's it's pretty tough to catch them when they're actually on water. Yeah, I got you. So what was the thing you were trying to catch deer on?
5: Um, well, really, uh, just traveling back to and from, uh, to and from bed. And, um, again, they, since they travel so far, uh, you know, there's a a lot of times they're getting back to their bed late in the mornings, especially now, now that we're in the middle of November, um, you know they're out chasing does and stuff and looking for does. The full moon doesn't necessarily help, but um, I don't think it hurts either. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as movement in the mornings and um, and and that seems to be when when I've been seeing the most deer movement is in the mornings.
2: Do you think that has to do with the just warmer temps that we were experiencing?
5: Yeah, I think so, and I think also the fact that the the winds this past week uh, there was one day the winds were gusting over fifty. And they didn't lay down until, you know, well after dark. And so I think it, it really had the deer um, bedded down most of the day. Uh, and so I think they were taking advantage of that time in the morning before the winds were kicking up.
2: Yeah. I, I can kind of see that too. You know, those deer up there in the Plain States get used to the wind, but 50 miles an hour is still a lot no matter yeah. where you're at, you know? So right. they will uh, it'll, it'll suppress them some, but I think sometimes, um, you know, those deer function in twenty to twenty five pretty often. So I think it's something yeah. to to not worry too much about unless it's like you're saying those fifty mile an hour gusts, then you don't want to be in a tree anyways.
5: That's right. I almost <laughs> fell out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you harness, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh you actually found some success while you're up there, even though you're met with some harsh conditions, right? I did. Yeah.
5: Um so I, I hunted pretty hard for the first five days that I was here and uh, after day two uh, I did not have a buck in range and didn't see a shooter buck at all for for three days um, again saw saw several of them on private um, but but nothing where I was hunting and and, and uh, no no shooters for three days and then uh, went back to a piece that I was pretty familiar with uh, I actually shot a deer there last year out of the same tree um and so i'm i'm two for two sitting in that tree (laughs) on on killing bucks so i may may have to try it again sometime if i could manage to draw another tag but that's awesome um, but yeah and uh and not not a huge buck by any means but i was able to call him in and and he was pretty fired up so i was i was plenty happy with him
2: that's cool what uh what calling method did you use uh i grunted and snort wheezed hmm and he, uh, and he he rubbed
5: a tree and then came right in after put that. Put the
2: show on for you, huh? He did. That's fun, dude. That is awesome. Well, congrats on the buck, dude. Uh, so, uh, big changes happened across the central part of the U.S. this week. And, uh, you know, as we look at the third week of November, we're looking at, like, legit good deer hunting temps you know across the country really so um how do you feel that uh things are going to go over the next week do you think that it's going to be a major lockdown uh kind of like some people are worried about or do you think you're there's still going to be some pretty good rut action
5: you know i think it's going to be pretty good um the first day i was here which was november the 5th i saw the biggest buck uh of the trip that was that was bedded with a doe um And then I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen everything in between. He was locked down on her and wouldn't move. But uh, this morning, um, which is the twelfth, I believe, um, I saw a buck chasing a doe as hard as I've ever seen. And um, saw more bucks today in this cold weather than um, than what I've seen. I was just driving around. I've got a buddy who's who's still hunting, and uh, so just driving around, I saw a lot of activity again. On private land but it seems like the bigger bucks are really starting to to move around and and push the younger bucks off of the does
2: Mm, yeah man i love having the opportunity to drive around at good deer hours and learn things i think that's absolutely super underrated i agree so um if you had to look at the next week uh third week of november and rate it on a scale of one to ten for buck movement what do you think it's going to be there in the state of kansas as
5: far as movement goes, especially with the weather, uh, I mean they're they're calling for I think some parts of the state are going to get snow Monday. Um and it's it's going to be plenty cold. As far as movement goes, I mean it's it's got to be a 9 or 10.
2: Woo-hoo, um Oh man, that's I exciting. I don't
5: see any reason why it wouldn't be.
2: Yeah, we've had some high numbers this week, man, and I think that uh it's warranted. Honestly, um the uh the first part of november probably is just a touch over and i think people really miss out on how good this week can be so i'm right there with you dude i'm excited about it and i'm glad you got you a nice buck hope you get to get home in texas and find another one dude yeah i'll try we'll see <laughs> cool thanks for the report report dan all right thanks
1: For all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater.
0: We've all seen plenty of gadgets and fads come and go, but here's one product that stood the test of time, Seafoam Motor Treatment. Because people everywhere rely on it to keep their trucks, boats, and small engines running the way they should the entire season. So, help your engine run better and last longer. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more.
2: Alright, I'm on the phone with Kyle Murray. He is a hunter in Rhode Island, not a quarterback in Arizona, however, right? Man, how are you doing today? No,
6: good. How are you, KZ?
2: Uh, I'm doing well, enjoying the cold front that we've been blessed with here. Uh, have you been out in the woods in Rhode Island here lately?
6: Uh, the past week I've hit the woods a couple times when the weather has been ideal. We're 76 degrees right now here in Rhode Island, so Man. it's not not too ideal to get out.
2: Yeah, I bet you on the East Coast there, the, it's, the weather patterns are just different than what most of the country is used to, right?
6: I mean, by this time of year, usually we're in the 30s to 40s. This is kind of of for, you know, 76-degree weather. Yeah, um, It's been a little difficult. Uh, but, the, you know, the rut's definitely starting and, and happening, but it's been a slower, slower mm-hmm. start than usual.
2: What do you do uh, tactic-wise to kind of combat that slow start?
6: uh tactic wise i i guess try to try to find where the does are and where the does are is where you know you want to be hunting of course and Mm -hmm. get on fresh shine so you can start to see where the scrapes and the rubs where the the bucks are starting to make those that's where it's been uh the best
2: Mm -hmm. so are you spending some time doing some midday in-season scouting trying to find that stuff
6: um i've got a couple cell cams out so i've been using that and just knowledge from the previous years,
0: Mm
6: -hmm. of you know, where some pre-rut activity, we, the, the scrapes and the rubs haven't really, they just started to show up. Mm -hmm. Usually, usually like the last week of October, mid-October it'll, the, you know, the woods will start loading up with scrapes and rubs and it hadn't really happened until, uh, like last weekend, Mm -hmm. November 5th which was our muzzle loader opener. Mhm.
2: Gotcha. So, when is usually kind of like the best day in November for you there in
6: Rhode Island? Um, the best day uh, usually this uh, let me look at the calendar here. The third week of November. Mm. Probably from, you know, right now until November 22nd or so. That's probably where I've put the most bucks on the ground.
2: Ooh. That's exciting, man, because that's what we still have coming up. You know, a lot of the country is kind of uh, having the woes because, you know, the first two weeks of November coming up. But really, you know, there's a decent section of the country. You included that, uh, you know, some of the best days are still to come. So that's exciting. What are you going to be doing to kind of capitalize on that best week? How, how are you going to be hunting?
6: Um, we got a, We got some cold weather coming up this week it's going to dip down into the 30s Mm -hmm. pretty consistently 30s to 40s uh you know for highs and lows which we haven't seen yet this year Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i'm probably gonna hold my my best spots until those really cold uh that first cold day and try to get in there and and see what happens and i guess take it from there and just hunt where the sign is and Mm -hmm. try to get on some rut funnels and um you know just be open-minded about different uh places i can hunt not focus in on one particular spot
2: sure yeah being conservative and, and playing the patient game can definitely pay off is there a particular food source this time of year that you really like to key on
6: oh, i usually like to hunt the acorns but we didn't seem to have much of an acorn crop this year and it seems like they've been hitting grass you know some some uh the alfalfa fields or hay fields mm. you can uh get on those they've that's where the does have been feeding the last the last doe I shot she was full of uh, you know green no acorns or, or mm-hmm. nothing so that's probably a food source that I'd key in on if I'm seeing them consistently hitting the, the fields I'll I would definitely you know keep that in mind and try to work that into my tactics
2: yeah, yeah, for sure, man. So uh, you've kind of already told us that the, your best week's coming up. So I bet you're excited. Uh, I know that uh, you're amped for, you know, some of that colder weather and stuff. If you had to rate what you expect buck movement to be for that third week of November on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you put that at?
6: That's um, going to be pretty up there, I would say. It's going to be the best week of the season. We haven't seen this weather yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're coming coming off of 76-degree weather. And on Monday, it's going to be 33 degrees. So oh, what a, a drop. Big, uh, temperature drop. And, you know, it's going to be consistent throughout that week. I, I mean, I would say a lot of a lot of deer are going to get killed that week here in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe an eight, you know, if you Ooh. put your scouting in and you get out there.
2: Yeah, dude, that sounds awesome. I love the optimism, man. I'm excited for you. I know it's going to be a good week. Uh, really appreciate the time, dude. And I hope you kill a big giant buck this week
6: all right appreciate it
2: now joining us on the phone is the smooth molasses cookie with the side of mocha voice that you guys know spencer newharth a regular on the show for many years uh is going to join us this week and talk about some of his hunting experiences that he's had recently in wyoming spencer how are you doing man
7: Uh, What's up, KC? I'm doing good. Good. Uh, Doing good. Staying warm today.
2: Yeah, it's an important day to do that. I've been seeing across Instagram and other places just snow kind of starting to hit, especially some of that western stuff, and you've been hunting whitetails out there in the west. Um, How has the hunting been in Wyoming?
7: Uh, So the hunting is good, and it's your traditional rut action this time Mm -hmm. of year where you see bucks on their feet during daylight uh but you're also dealing with this extreme weather that we just had and over the last um, about a week or so, most of the West um, on, on my side of the Missouri River has had um, some of the lowest temperatures of the fall so far. I think where I'm sitting right now in Montana, it's it's zero degrees. A lot of parts of Wyoming are, are 10 degrees. Um, and then a lot of the West also has a lot of snow on the ground as well. So you're, you're getting um, something that I always embrace when this happens um, prior to like um late november in the west you have this traditional rut movement with these whitetail bucks but then you also get this extreme weather that patterns uh, or, or really makes the deer flock to very obvious places um and it makes for a really fun hunt because you're seeing good numbers and you're seeing ruddy activity
2: yeah, that's cool, and I would imagine that cold weather would mean that uh, food is going to probably be part of the uh, at least the things you're factoring in, and with the drought conditions in the West, uh, at least in my experience, uh, food was kind of weird this year when you're looking at agriculture. Did you find the same out there?
7: Yeah, the, the thing that I'm always most concerned about, I think of all the the. The factors that people care about when it comes to the rut, with um, temperatures and, and moon phases, and barometric pressure, and, and precipitation, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think the number one factor of the places that I've always hunted in the West uh, is is the food availability. Mm-hmm. And you're right; there was a a significant drought this year um that impacted how guys were were planting and harvesting Um, but most importantly is that most of harvest is wrapped up by now in fact most of harvest was wrapped up early this year uh in the west which meant that prior to November 1st a lot of the combines were out of the field and I, I think that makes for a stronger rut hunt um for guys who were hunting around agriculture so the the drought had combines getting out of the field early this year and I think that you know makes for an improved movement uh, with whitetails
2: yeah for sure so a lot of the thought on the rut uh kind of radiates out of the midwest and in the midwest i understand that there's some really specific rut days but in my experience once you kind of get out of that the whole month of november can be really good so in your opinion uh do you like these colder weather days that we have coming up more or do you still think that that first and second week of november is the time to be in the woods
7: I love whenever we have, like I said earlier, this extreme weather. And mm-hmm. so, like we have right now, this is really going to make the does congregate on the most obvious food sources. And in the West, that can be uh, a clear cut, that can be a cornfield, that can be a cattle pasture, um, whatever that is. It's going to make it really obvious where these deer are hanging out. Um, and then I think it also creates these strange places for deer to get locked down at. Um, and and I, I see this all the time where. Um, Right around this time for this next week or so, you're going to be seeing a lot of bucks um, that get locked down with a doe in a place where uh, you're you're traditionally not seeing deer, like these overgrown fence rows and old shelter belts and abandoned farmyards and small slews. So it makes the deer really visible um, and they can also like, give you a chance to seek out some permissions, um, where people aren't normally asking to deer hunt because there's just not normally deer there. Mm-hmm. And I've had that happen before as well, this time of year where uh, deer end up in some strange spot because they got locked down there because there's a, a hot food source there. Uh, and I'm able to get a permission on a place, um, that I, I otherwise didn't have hunting access to. Uh, and that's something you can really embrace over these next few weeks and and find some whitetail bucks that way.
2: Yeah, man, that's exciting. I love getting out there and being able to glass those things up and just make observations and make moves on them. So as we look forward to the next week here, we're going to have the good cold temperatures that you say that you like, but it's kind of going to be on the back shoulder of this front. We're going to fall into just some really solid consistent weather patterns how do you feel buck activity is going to be within in the next week here in
7: november i think it's gonna be really good um but i I think uh, a a big consideration right now too is that Almost all the gun seasons on this side of the Missouri River have opened by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska has opened uh, this weekend. Half of South Dakota opened this weekend. Uh, Montana has been open for about three weeks now. Wyoming has been open for a couple weeks in most of the states. Um, so knowing those things as well is, um, you know, you're not going to be finding deer within uh, a quarter mile of of some hiking trail um on public lands that's probably not going to be the case you're probably also not going to find them in some of the most obvious sign making spots if you're if you're going through the woods on a trail and you find some rubs and scrapes that's great Um, but all these gun hunters in the woods are going to find those as well and so i think the deer movement's going to be really strong Um, there's going to be a lot of visible deer uh on on obvious food sources Um, but you're probably going to have to earn a lot of these bucks over this next week.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. Makes sense for sure. It's an exciting time of the year. Uh, Okay, let's do your thing. Let's rate Wyoming for the third week of November on a scale
7: of 1 to 10 for buck movement, man. Uh, one to ten, it's it's going to be a nine or a ten.
2: Um, Ooh, man, that's optimistic. Is, I like it. <laughs>
7: <laughs> this this is a dang good time to be in the woods. Um, like I said, besides the gun pressure, you have everything else working for you right now. The crops are gone. Um, uh, the, the weather is, is going to inspire a lot of movement, so I, I think it's going to be strong.
2: That's awesome, dude. Spencer, really appreciate the report, man. Congrats on a great season so far, and I hope you stay warm, dry, and maybe get a few more hunts in.
7: Thanks, Casey. Have a good one.
2: All right. You too, dude. Thanks. Another wild week in November has come and gone. That's your rut fresh report for this week. Guys, I'm going to give you some encouragement. This second half of the month is gold. It's good stuff. So get out there and hunt. Be sure you haven't used all your vacation time up. Squeak a little bit in there. Hey, do a family project if you need to, just to gain some brownie points. So you can get one more sit in that stand because it just might pay off. Check the show notes if you haven't because there's some really cool articles and podcasts and videos down there that might help you or give you some inspiration as this month pushes on. This has been Rut Fresh. Keep it fresh.
0: Outdoor adventure won't wait for engine problems. Things like hard starts, rough performance, and lost fuel economy are often caused by fuel gum and varnish buildup.